With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2021 MLB season is here, and although the seats may not be full, your bankroll has the chance to be. Ray Hoops Peterson has you covered for every game, every day this season, along with comprehensive analysis and angles for getting to the window while celebrating the walk-off winners and blown saves of what will be a wild season. Now it is time for the Baseball Betting Podcast with Ray Peterson. A warmer friendly low. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. We've got a great podcast for you. As in the second segment, we are going to be joined by Jason Radowitz. He does a terrific job over there at SBR, aka Sportsbook Review, along with covers. He's going to be joining me in the second segment. We're going to be taking a look at the Dodgers versus the Braves game. We were thinking it was going to be Max Scherzer. <laughs> After we wound up doing the interview, and actually several hours after we wound up doing the interview, he wound up getting scratched. So, we gave you our best effort there. It certainly is a fluid situation, to say the least, with the LA Dodgers. But he came on. He wound up giving me all he did with that. He's also going to be talking a little bit about the Houston Astros, how their offense has been so high-powered during this postseason. And then in the final segment, going to give you guys a sign total on the Dodgers versus Braves Game 6 NLCS game and a little something I like to call Touch Em All. First things first, always love to be able to answer Twitter questions on this podcast. And we've got one or two ways we all fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters ZM, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five star review. Did not wind up getting in any questions today, but we had a fascinating game six of the ALCS that 
resulted in one team being eliminated from the postseason with another team advancing to the World Series. So let's take a look back at that and try to get to know about the American League representative for the World Series, the Houston Astros. What happened yesterday? Let's go around the bases and find out. It was a fairly tight game throughout. The Houston Astros enter into the bottom of the eighth inning, up by a count of 2-0, and then they wind up breaking it open with a Kyle Tucker home run, and Tucker wound up having himself one heck of a game in this one because he winds up having that home run his second of the series, three RBI in total, and for the Boston Red Sox, they were able to get a solid start out of Nathan Evaldi. Four and a third innings, he winds up giving up one run in the process. Josh Taylor comes out of the bullpen, he gives up a run, and then it was up to Tanner Houck to try to give this team some length. He goes two and a third innings, putting a couple men on base, so he's charged with two earned runs, and then Adam Adovino winds up giving up that home run. Meanwhile, for the Houston Astros, how about what you were able to get out of this pitching staff? Lewis Garcia, five and two-thirds innings. He gives up one hit, one walk along the way. He was absolutely terrific. Phil Maiden winds up giving the team in out of the bullpen, and then from there, you wind up getting scoreless innings out of Kendall Graveman, Ryan Stanek, Ryan Presley in the 5-0 win for the Houston Astros, and that ends the streak of overs that we were seeing in the championship series. The ALCS had each of the last five games go over the total, which there had only been five prior to this one, and then in the NLCS, we had seen the first game go under, and then the last four had been going over, so nine straight overs, that has come to an end in Major League Baseball, and so has the season of the Boston Red Sox. What is just going to be beginning on the other side, though, a chat with Jason Radowitz. Like I said, unfortunately, we thought we were going to be getting Max Scherzer when we wound up breaking down Dodgers versus Braves. That is not going to be happening, but still wound up getting some great information from him. He also is going to be chatting a little bit more about the Houston Astros as well and their outlook moving forward. So, great chat with Jason is on the other side right here on the Baseball Winning Podcast with myself, Craig Peterson. Greg is calling in a pinch hitter from the Overtime Network Hotline. And we're back here in Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Always great to be joined by this guy. Says he does a little bit of everything over there with the game day MOB. Odd checker covers SPREK Sportsbook Review. List goes on and on. As we got Jason Radwitz on the podcast today. You're able to follow him on Twitter at Jason underscore Radowitz, last name is spelled R-A-D-O-W-I-T-Z, and Jason, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. We're in the home stretch of the baseball season. It's been lots of fun. We've had some really exciting games. It's been a really interesting postseason so far. And as we're doing this right now, we do not know if we're going to get a Game 7 between the Astros and the Red Sox, so going to be very intriguing to see what we wind up getting on Friday, but We do know that we're going to be getting a game six between the Braves and the L.A. Dodgers right now. The Dodgers, pretty heavy favorite with Max Scherzer going on the mound. And I'm not sure how you've been playing this series, but I just feel like there's been value on the Atlanta Braves all throughout because with Max Scherzer, oh yeah, he's a better pitcher than Ian Anderson. No fans or buts about it, but I just still have my question marks with Max Scherzer because after game two, he wound up coming out and he was complaining about having a little bit of dead arm, man. Max Scherzer, in my opinion, is one of the toughest guys we have seen in baseball. This millennium, for lack of putting it any other way. And for him to be complaining about dead arm has me very concerned about the Dodgers in this game. Yeah, that could be really interesting when it comes to Scherzer. Again, like you said, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know, might have been a little overworked as of late. I mean, in the postseason, he's already thrown 16.2 innings. You know, again, through those innings, he's allowed just four runs. 23 strikeouts with just five walks. 
has allowed his two home runs, which, you know, with for Scherzer, that's kind of what he does. He'll allow a solo shot here and there early in the game, but usually likes to crack down and finishes strong in most outings. But like you said, yeah, he struggled a little bit later in games. Fatigue is definitely setting in, and it's definitely concerning when it comes down to it. It's also kind of hard to, you know, bet against Scherzer as well, just knowing what he's capable of and what he did for this team really throughout the entire second half of the season. So, yeah, this could be really interesting. could be really fun. We'll see if Scherzer has what it takes to at least go five, six innings and give the Dodgers a chance to win. Yeah, I think that this is going to be an incredibly fascinating game. And how do you wind up just betting on a team like the Atlanta Braves, whether it be regular season or postseason, that has really been rolling? Because despite the fact that you wound up having a tough loss two days ago for the Atlanta Braves against the LA Dodgers, in which Max Fried just did not wind up having it, in their last 23 games, they're 18-5. and five. If you're looking at the season in general, the Braves certainly have not been that, but I do feel like you need to put a little bit more stock into the last three days at this point rather than what wound up happening when the team had, say, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Marcelo Zuna in the fold because that, at this point, I feel like is ancient history. I don't know how you wind up feeling about that, but I do think that recent form is something that needs to be taken into account more this time of year than really any other time. Yeah, I, I want to point out Ian Anderson. He's been so great in the postseason. I feel like nobody really like, really wants to talk about it. You know, if you go back to last year, 18.2 innings pitched last year in the postseason, allowed just two runs. Did have 10 walks, but still struck out 24 and you know had a .960 hooray in the postseason. Then obviously you go into this year and you look at his stats this year, he's gone eight innings, allowed just two runs again in two games against Milwaukee and the Dodgers. Both those games, Rays ended up winning those games. And so... Anderson's been really quality. So you talk about Max Fried, you talk about the other guys, you know, for the Braves stepping up. It's been Anderson. He's been huge for this team, getting them to this point. So I think that's the biggest thing for the Braves right now. Anderson's been really crucial for this team. And now he's in a big spot here against Scherzer coming up in this game. Yep, and Ian Anderson actually wound up spending quite a bit of time on the injured list during these summer months as well. So him being able to come back, him giving up two runs or fewer, and I believe it's now five out of his last seven starts, certainly has been crucial for the team. As we do have Jason Rydowitz joining me on the podcast. And Jason, something else I think is going to be really fascinating when it comes to the Dodgers, both in this game and moving forward, is the fact that now they've got a pair of their top sluggers are out due to injury. It certainly did not wind up bothering them in game five, but Justin Turner, he wound up getting injured. It looks like he's going to be out for this series, and I'd be surprised if we wind up seeing him the rest of the postseason if the Dodgers are able to advance past the Atlanta Braves. And then you've obviously got the Max Muncy injury. They're hoping that he would be back for the World Series, but no question he's not going to be available in game six and game seven. This is a Dodgers team that wound up leading the National League in terms of runs per game during the regular season, but I wound up having to downgrade them a little bit as a result, which had me on the under in this game, even though we wound up seeing it going into Friday among the ALCS and NLCS games, nine out of the 10 wound up going over the total. But I do think that the Dodgers dealing with those injuries is something that you need to be taking a look at, especially from a totals perspective. Yeah, you know, and it's also kind of funny. We don't even know if Chris Taylor would have played in that game five if Turner was in the game, right? Because, you know, Taylor could have potentially substituted for Turner to be in that game. We don't know, you know, what the lineup would have, you know, what, what, how it would have looked like if Turner was in that game, if Taylor would have actually played. And of course he hits three home runs and looks incredible. The Dodgers, you know, obviously have a team where they can just kind of insert guys and they have so much depth and so much potential with their entire team, which is, you know, obviously great for them. And that's obviously led them into 
postseason play with the remaining four teams that are in right now. So obviously injuries are a big part of you know this entire postseason and, and really the season. The Braves go back and they lost Ronald Acuna. They went out and got four different outfielders that have been very good for this team, have probably been the reason why that they're in the postseason right now in the first place. So injuries are a part of the game, but as a front office, you need to make sure that you have those pieces that can bring your team to the promised land and you know keep on pushing. And that's what both these teams have done, the Braves and the Dodgers. I'm right there with you. I think that both of these teams have done a good job of being able to press a lot of the right buttons all season long. And when you take a look at the other series, the Red Sox and the Astros, like I said, as we're doing this, Game 6 is going on. So we do not know if we're going to be getting a Game 7 or not, but I just still think that the Astros, if they don't wind up being able to get the win on Friday, they are going to be able to close out the Boston Red Sox because I just take a look at it. Among the four teams remaining in the postseason, I would say that the Astros, just far and away, have the best bats in the entire postseason. You just take a look at it up and down, really, other than Martin Maldonado, the catcher. Every single player in that Astros lineup is a threat to be able to go deep at any given time. They do such a great job of not striking out. And you take a look at the Astros, no question they have been dealing with some injuries when it comes to the pitching staff, especially Lance McCullers Jr. having not started in this series. But I do think that when I take a look at the Astros, regardless of if they wind up winning on Friday or not, they are going to be able to advance to the World Series. And I give them a really good shot against the LA Dodgers. And no question, if they wind up facing up against the Braves, they'll be a pretty sizable favorite in that series. I agree. And we don't have a pitching matchup. It could be interesting if like the guy like Zach Greinke is pitching for the Astros. I don't know what they're going to decide. Obviously, when you look at the Astros rotation, outside of really, you know, Framber Valdez and of course McCullers, who obviously isn't going to be playing. Yeah, the pitching has not been great for the Astros and obviously the entire postseason. It's been kind of rough for all pitchers with, like you said, the overs have been hitting at a premier rate. But the Red Sox, their bats have been, you know, really, really good against right-handed pitching. And as long as the Astros don't pitch Valdez, which they likely probably won't because he just went. Yeah, I think the Red Sox have a little bit of a chance here. Obviously, we can go to that cheating scandal and we can you know, say the Astros might be cheating at home and should be able to get the win in game six, potentially game seven, if that becomes a thing. I do think the Red Sox are the better lineup. I do think the Red Sox have the better pitching staff at the end of the day, as long as the Astros can't pitch Valdez. So it will be interesting. It's going to be lots of fun. We'll see how obviously game six goes. Might not have to be talking about game seven, but yeah, it's going to be fun. I do think the Red Sox end up winning game six. We'll see if my prediction is right when you guys are listening to this. As we do have Jason Rydowitz of SBR covers, does so many different things that he's joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson. And something else I want to talk to you about as well is that I know you've had a lot of success all season long taking first five team totals. Typically, you like to fade some of these bad pitchers. You like to just be able to bet on a team getting like three runs in the first five innings, what have you. How have you been changing that approach this postseason? Because no question, the quality of pitchers is a little bit better. But at the same time, I feel like betting full game is a little bit better this time of year just because you mentioned it with these starters not necessarily going deep. Typically, when you wind up betting on a first five, you're doing so either A, because you think that a starting pitcher is going to get smashed, or B, because you want to take the bullpens out of the equation. But even if you have a pitcher that's rolling, like we wound up seeing it with Funny Peralta in that Braves versus Brewers series, he winds up getting pulled after 57 pitches. So the first five did not wind up preventing you from having the bullpen come into play there. So how have you been really gauging that with regards to the postseason just because it is being managed very differently? Yeah, look, you have to adjust in the postseason, in the MLB especially, because like you said, obviously pitchers are leaving games early. 
managers are kind of overmanaging it sometimes. And so, yeah, you got to be careful. And for me, you know, in the postseason, I make sure not to, you know, bet a full wager. I keep it really low volume and obviously, you know, low in terms of the unit size for baseball when it comes to the postseason. So, you know, I've been doing player props now. I've been doing just a bunch of things that I just kind of see fit. It's a little bit more of a free-for-all when it comes to betting, but that's what you have to do in the postseason because the reality is the postseason, so many things can happen. You just got to, you know, find that one angle that you really like and hone in on it and I hope that it hits because it's the postseason and anything can happen in the postseason like we've seen all postseason long. And I'm right there with you when it comes to not upping your wager size just because the game is a little bit bigger. I bet the same amount on a game in the postseason as I would during the regular season, obviously. This means I have less money at stake when it comes to postseason days because typically when you have like a 15-game slate in the MLB on, say, a Friday or a Saturday, you got 15 sides, 15 totals. Now I just have one side of one total if we're talking about Friday night. So that means that I have one fifteenth of what I typically do in pipe. Same wager size, but I'm right there with you, Jason. This is not the time in which you want to be going all in. There's a reason why the books allow you to bet a little bit more during the postseason rather than the regular season. And it's not because they plan on losing money and not building up some of these very, very fine buildings. So there is that aspect of it. But we do always enjoy your time, Jason. I know you're doing a great job with a wide variety of things. On top of all of your great baseball work over there with covers, SPR list goes on and on. You've been doing a terrific job of handicapping all forms of football. I know you're getting geared up for the upcoming college basketball season. I know that you do a little bit of work from time to time in the NBA as well. So let the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and just everything that you've got going on in general. Yeah, so I just teamed up with a company called Dub Club where I can send my picks right to you via text message. It's $1 a day, basically $30 a month. That kind of platform helps you know me to get out. All my picks to people are so much easier. People have jobs and people can't you know, read every single article that I produce, which is like 250 a week. So with that, I teamed up with Dub Club and I have all my picks sending right to your phone via text message. The first 100 people that join will be in a raffle to win a rookie autograph of Kyler Murray numbered out of 35, uh, valued probably around $400. Could increase, of course, if Kyler Murray ends up winning the MVP in the NFL this season. You got all my picks there. Also, of course, I have free picks. And of course, I'm still writing for all those companies that you've mentioned. So I'm doing it all, having lots of fun doing it. And yeah, I appreciate you having me on. And I can tell you right now, Jason is someone that is a big sports car collector. I, back in the day, was a sports car collector. <laughs> I've slowed down in recent years just because life in general has gotten in the way. But a Kyler Murray rookie autograph that he's talking about, it does have a whole lot of value. The $400 that he's throwing out there, that's on the low end of the spectrum. So, Jason, certainly give it out some goods there. And he always gives out the goods on this podcast. And it is always great to get him aboard. So, big thanks to Jason for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Podcast. And coming up next, it is that time the podcast. Thank you to you, sign total for everything that we've got on this MLB Saturday in a little something like call. Touch them all. Welcome back to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson as we're off to a quality start. And now it's time to walk it off in a grand fashion. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. It is a pleasure to have on our good friend Jason Radowitz. He always does a great job. He's over there with covers. He's over there with odds checker. List goes on and on. So always great to get him aboard. Now it is that time of the podcast to give you a signed total for game six of the NLCS and a little something like call... 
Touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do you note that any changes are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at GNN underscore D1 and... I am doing this as we've got a likely bullpen game for the LA Dodgers. It was supposed to be Max Scherzer, and literally about 10 minutes before I started recording, I'm recording this right around 8.30 p.m. Pacific time, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. We found out Max Scherzer is not going to be able to make his start. It is too late for me to change my New York Post pick, which I had as the under, so... We got a 923-924 as the Dodgers hit the road to face off against the Atlanta Braves. Ian Anderson is going to be going for the Braves. I feel pretty good about that. Good old TB Determined is going to be going for the Dodgers. And if you're the Dodgers, you've got to think that this is going to be a spot in which you wind up pitching Tony Gonsolin. Because it doesn't even sound like Max Scherzer is not only just going to miss his start, but... Sounds like he's not going to pitch at all. So, I mean, you've got mass exodus calamity here with the L.A. Dodgers. And I take a look at this, and if it does wind up being Ian Anderson against Tony Gonsolin, I'd make this a relative pick'em game. I'd probably be setting the Atlanta Braves as a very, very slight favorite of something like minus 103, minus 104. And with Scherzer in the fold, I was setting this total at a 7.3. So, I was looking at it dead under in the New York Post because when Scherzer was listed as a pick, Pitcher, you were seeing the Dodgers anywhere between minus 170 and minus 180. You were fighting the Braves anywhere between about a plus 159 to a plus 165. I saw straight plus 150 out there with the total at 8. The juice was ranging on that with a little bit more to the under, but... I take a look at this spot, and if it does wind up being Ian Anderson against Tony Gonsolin, I still would be probably looking at an 8-under. I'd probably bump this up to about a 7.8, 7.9-ish when it comes to the total because we were talking about it with our good friend Jason Radowitz, the fact that Ian Anderson has made six career postseason starts. He's got a career 161 ERA, and ever since coming off the injured list, he has made nine starts regular season and postseason. In some of them, he has given up two runs or fewer. Now, some of these have been more brief starts like his last start against the Dodgers he winds up only completing three innings but he's had a relatively good track record of success whenever he has faced off against LA and just good teams in general so that is something that you're able to hang your hat on with Ian Anderson and take a look at the Dodgers and they are going to be a little bit more rested when it comes to the bullpen because yesterday was a travel day so that's going to be helping them out no question it winds up helping out the Atlanta Braves as well and you gotta think that it's probably going to be something like Tony Gonsolin winds up giving you a couple innings you probably look to something like an Alex Vesia to give you an inning. You had Blake try and wind up pitching a pair of innings a few days ago. I think that that'll probably be the case once again. And you just try to mix and match at this point. If you wind up getting Walker Buehler out there in short rest, then it becomes anyone's guess. But you do take a look at the Dodgers as well. And the reason why I'm setting a little bit of a lower total is that you've still got Justin Turner down for what out of the full Max Muncy clearly is a presence that is not there for the Dodgers. They have been lacking a little bit without him, I will say, for the Dodgers. 14 postseason home runs. That has been terrific as you wound up having Chris Taylor have that three home run game a few days ago. But... That's something that I don't think is going to be able to maintain. You take a look at him hitting a 529 in this series. It's been terrific. And Cody Bellinger has come up big for the team. He obviously had the big home run to avoid the team going into a 3 hole. He's been hitting a 429 throughout the series. But you take a look at the Atlanta Braves. Eddie Rosario still hitting above a 500 for the series. Freddie Freeman has given you a little bit of life with a pair of home runs. He's hitting a 300 for the series. Ozzie Albies has been able to do a nice job of being a reach base as well. I do think that you're going to get a relatively solid pitch 
pitching matchup here. Keep in mind that the weather is dipping a little bit with regards to temperatures, so ball's not flying out as much as it would in, say, a July or August game. And this is a Dodgers bullpen that you've got to keep this in mind as well. Despite the fact that they were used for so many innings during the season, they wound up having the second-best bullpen ERA of any team out there in baseball as well. So I don't necessarily think that this is going to be a higher-scoring game. I'm going to be standing by my near post pick of the under as long as we maintain this eight, or if it winds up going higher, I highly doubt that with Max Scherzer getting scratched, it's going to go lower, so I'll put it to you that way, and if it is Ian Anderson against Tony Gonsolin slash a bullpen game, going to be making this a relatively pick'em game, and that'll wrap things up for the Baseball Betting Podcast on this Saturday. A big thanks to our good buddy Jason Radowitz of SBREK Sportsbook Reveal Long Covers for joining me in my segment. If you like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson, you're able to subscribe wherever you hear podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast. One of two ways we'll fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM. Maybe it does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Going to be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, which means coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.